Live from Houston, Texas, a show for local business owners. This is Business Houston Podcast. If you're a small or medium-sized business, this is your source for trends, interviews, and tips for winning in today's economic climate. Presented by the BBB for Greater Houston and South Texas. You're listening to Business Houston, and this is your host, Matt Bertram. And we're live. Uh, this is uh, Matt Bertram with the Business Houston podcast presented uh, by the BBB. Uh, today, I have Don Milnan here with uh, Milnan and Associates CPAs. Um, and uh, it's a pleasure to have you on, Don. Thank you. And, uh, why don't you share, share with us um, a little bit about uh, yourself and your business? Sure. Thank you. Uh, I've been in business since 2013, and from there, we've grown substantially right from the start. Uh, we're located in Tomball, Texas. We're practiced with three CPAs, a, a support staff, and staff accountants. We provide services to small, mid-sized businesses within the North Houston area. Uh, we've uh, been very successful in supporting people through businesses through the PPP and EIDL, and uh, and continuing to support them after after the funds and and uh, for the forgiveness, uh, we're in the midst of, of filing those right now. So, uh, where we work with vast uh, industries from uh, attorneys and doctors and lawyers to service oriented industries in in uh, construction and um, so we're we're all over the map, but we are able to support most companies out there. Yeah. Well, I know, I know with COVID things have uh, uh, changed a lot and you were talking about the PPP loans and the forgiveness. I think it, you, you're the CPA, but I think it's under 150,000. It's completely forgiven. And then over that, you have to, to file for it. We actually um, uh, had filed for that ourselves. Um, you know, tell me a little bit about how kind of, you were telling me in kind of the, the pre-interview that um, really COVID's uh, change the way y'all are doing business or how you're doing business. Can you talk a little bit about that? When this first hit, we put up a table in our reception area so that people wouldn't walk straight up to the front desk. Um, and then when the stay home order hit, what we did was we worked from home for a good amount of time um, along with the rest of the state. Uh, mainly because we didn't know what was going to happen. No one had clear uh, understanding of how communicable the disease was, so virus was. So we wouldn't, we didn't want to put any of our staff at risk, um, even though we are an essential service and we can be in office. Um, shortly toward the end of the, the stay-at-home order, we did come back to the office, but we now have limited our in-office um, meetings with clients. People can drop things off. They can come in. Um, uh, but it, it's minimal contact and, uh, we encourage clients to have a communication with us through phone calls, zoom calls, email. Uh, we want to stay healthy as a firm and it's very important for us to, now that we're hitting uh, tax season, January 1st, we, we all need to make sure that Everybody keeps the social distance. Everybody remains healthy and strong through the next four months of tax season. Um, it's more important than ever this year because we have more than just the normal tax season to handle with the PPP forgiveness applications we're doing from some of our clients. So, yeah. So t tell me a little bit about 
like maybe how with with COVID or kind of with the shift of working with people has that affected um, how how y'all are doing your marketing or how you're reaching out to people because you know you used to do a lot of things in person, right? And so right. how has that kind of shifted? We have shifted over to more email communication, sending out broadcast emails, letting clients know about coming deadlines. Um, we've we've shifted uh, our marketing to uh, postcards. Uh, we have a new practice management system, so we've really been able to reach out to people in bulk quickly, easily. Uh, we, we do, but the Zoom calls really have have changed everything. Marketing, we. We are able to pick up clients where um, we've got a lot of referrals. We have a good, strong base of clients. Um, we've got a great following. So we're very fortunate to, to not have to blast market as much as some firms may need to. Yeah. To get the oh, that's fantastic. And so how has being, uh, I guess, a, a accredited business by the BBB uh, help, helped you with, um, you know, your, your presentation in the community and being part of the community? Like, how do you feel um bbb's helped you bbb is an accredited institution so when you have someone that would post a negative comment on a platform such as google google doesn't have any filters the, all they they let anybody post up whether they're a client they're a prospect or uh, someone posting a malicious comment we've had that in the past and what I've put up as a re uh, reply comment to a negative uh, feedback was, if you do truly have a legitimate issue, please reach out to the BBB because the BBB, we are a member, we're A plus rating, and we encourage people to submit to the BBB their issues and BBB will help mitigate those issues. Uh, from there, nothing, nothing transpires. So you know that the the comment on Google was nothing more than, um, you know. Oh, ab absolutely. I, you know, one of the things that the BBB offers that's great is they they offer um, uh, to to be able to sit down and and kind of work it out uh, with with whoever has the issue on both sides. It's a, a really nice service that uh, the BBB offers. Um, yeah. So tell tell us a little bit about yourself, Don. Kind of how you got started, why you decided to become a CPA and just kind of who, who you are a little bit. So people know. <laughs> sure. Uh, interestingly enough, I wanted to be a CPA in high school. Uh, <laughs> uh, field of dreams moment. <laughs> uh, basically I took a bookkeeping class. It was super easy. Debits and credits came easy to me. I helped my mom with uh, the accounting for our business when I was growing up. Um, and from there, it turned into something that I wanted to focus on to uh, go and study my core in college. Uh, so that that was where I started. And in college, it was easy also. So it was a natural progression for me. Um, and, and when I got out of college, that's the path I followed. I, I followed the accountant path fairly all the way through my career. So it leads me up to when I started my practice in 2013. I was actually a corporate controller at that point, and it felt it felt like uh, it is an interesting thing being a corporate controller because there are the numbers that you report are from one side of the fence. You need to be uh, cognizant of the fact that these numbers uh, impact people's bonuses and bottom lines. On the other side of the fence, there's the legal side of it, which you must follow. 
and I'm pretty black and white. I follow the, the letter of the law. And it was very difficult for me to report numbers that were favorable for people to get year-end bonuses uh, versus following the law. So at that point, uh, I felt it was time for me to take a step back from, from being in corporate and to start in public. Because public, you're working with after-the-fact numbers. You're not in charge of what's behind the, the scenes in a, in a corporation. I assist and guide, and, and I actually have greater strength than most CPAs because I've been on that side of the fence. So I'm able to sit and talk shop with, with clients and, and let them understand the impact of the numbers that they're trying to push, uh, how that looks from a tax perspective, how that looks from a corporate perspective. Uh, a lot of CPAs don't have that knowledge and can't understand what that impact looks like from the other side of the fence when you're when you're actually working as a, a corporate controller. So I've I've been very successful at helping clients in that manner, and I started in 2013. No, that that is that's fantastic. I think that that's really important um, to to have somebody that's really been on I guess both sides of the fence, right? To understand uh, what what's going on and and how that connects. So so Don, are you a native Estonian, or when did you become a Estonian? Uh, 2007. 2007. All right. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Well, yeah. It's, it's good to good to have you here. Um, Thank you. So, is there is there any? Uh, you, you mentioned um, you were kind of. Is there? I, let's let's do this because you mentioned that you like kind of rebranded a little bit. I don't know if there's anything that you want to mention on that, but I also wanted to hear if you got any really good uh, business tips that you want to share with other uh, entrepreneurs and small business owners that helped helped you be successful. Sure. I rebranded. It was a, a thought to do last year, and we were going to do that after the first after uh, the April tax season ended here in 2020. But then uh, the world turned, and, and it just didn't seem the right time. Uh, but basically, we have more than just me on staff as a CPA, and my name is the poster board of the of the face of the firm. So I took my first name off of that and put it uh, Milne and Associate CPAs. That way, when someone calls in for a consultation or, or for help and assistance with their taxes, it's not just me that they're calling and asking for. Um, I I'm, I'm, am the face of the firm, but I do have great CPAs that I work with in my company, and, and I, I don't want to take on the entire load. It's, it's a lot. Um, and the other question to answer, uh, you said, what are some tips out there? I know from the accounting side, I think that there's a lot of tips for small business owners that, that, uh, that they would be happy to hear from you. So, so it, as a small business, it's very important that you start off in the right foot. And what I see time and time again is a new business that needs help with their taxes. They've been in business for the greater part of the prior year but they haven't had an understanding of where to start. They just put out their shingle, have a website and away they went. And without any understanding and knowledge of the impact tax wise, uh, they come to me in January. What, what, what am I allowed to write off? Uh, I bought a vehicle. What do I do with this? All those questions should have been addressed at the very beginning before they started their business or right when they started their business so that they had a clear understanding. Do I collect sales tax? Do I put yeah. a vehicle in my business name? 
Do I pay estimated quarterly taxes? When do I pay those? Um, people, a lot of times that are current clients will go and sell properties without, without understanding the capital gains tax on a, a commercial holding property. Um, they didn't know they could 1031 exchange it, or if uh, they did know they could 1031 exchange it, they didn't do it properly. You have to go through a 1031 intermediary. That is, that is uh, someone, a company that is actually accredited with the IRS to process 1031 exchanges. They sell a property, they put the cash in the bank, and then they think, oh, I've saved on taxes because I haven't spent it yet. I'm going to put it to another property. It's like, no, you can't touch that money. That money should go to some third party. They hold on to it until you buy the property you're going to roll it into. So we, we encourage clients and prospects alike. Speak with us before you make a move. It's very important. If you think you have an understanding of what the answer is, we will help solidify that answer. If you don't understand what the answer is, we're going to guide you accordingly. But at the very beginning, it's important to start off on the right foot. No, I, I absolutely agree. I was always told you always need to have a good lawyer and you need to have a good accountant. And like, that's like, if you're going to start a business, th those are two people that you, you, you really want to, um, you know, have good relationships with and understand and, and counsel on, not just at the end of the year, but throughout the year, right? So um, absolutely. So uh, Dawn, uh, tell, tell everybody how they can get a hold of you and if there's anything else you would like to share. Sure, um, they can get a hold of me at the office. My email is Dawn, D-A-W-N, at dawncpa.com. Uh, our website is Milne, M-I-L-N-E, and associates.cpa. And uh, you can also Google the website's name. Uh, so I know it's a mouthful. Our uh, telephone number is. Is the and, uh, and sign or is it spelled out and? Spelled. Okay. Yeah. Yes, the word. So it is a mouthful. It's easier just to email me, dawn at dawncpa.com. <laughs> dawn at dawncpa.com. I think that that's uh, uh, great and easy to remember for sure. Well, Friends. awesome. Well, awesome, yeah. Dawn. Thank you so much for being on Business Houston Podcast. We enjoyed uh, hearing about you and learning some, uh, you know, tax and accounting tips today. So appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate the time. Thanks so much for listening. Business Houston puts a spotlight on local, small, and medium-sized business, interviewing those successful business owners in Houston and those business owners that are winning in today's economic climate. Business Houston is presented to you by the BBB of Greater Houston and South Texas. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on social media at Hugh Biz Podcast. That's H-O-U Biz Podcast. Till next time, this is Business Houston.